Don't be afraid of the dark Be careful with stars Not every light is gonna guide you, baby Don't let them rain on your spark Keep it close to your heart All of the pressure's gonna drive you crazy Cause you rise to the madness In the morning it's all gonna vanish Don't be afraid of the dark Be careful with stars Not every light is gonna guide you Welcome to PTG TV. This is your host, Antonio Hicks, aka Escaping the Matrix. In this episode of Real Talking Conversation, I welcome a special guest or two special guests, Mr. Trey Young and Uncle Ray of Country Bumpkin Clothing. Trey Young out of Greenville, Mississippi, a self taught DJ and CEO of the fashion and lifestyle clothing line Country Bumpkin, came out with his clothing line back in October 2016, debuting 10 original t shirts emblazoned with his own designs to gauge interest for an urban fashion lifestyle. All 10 shirts sold out that day, and upon that day, he learned that he had a gift and a talent to start a clothing line and bring it out to the little community, and the community would back up his vision. 10 years later, Trey and his friend and business partner, Uncle Ray, now have a storefront in the heart of Atlanta in Atlanta Station. We, You know how we love to do on this show is tell the rags to riches story, and this is what you should hear today. Here are the creators behind Country Bumpkin, Uncle Ray and Trey Young. How do you all get started doing Country Bumpkin? Like, what did it, tell me the vision behind it and how do you get from where you were the vision to the design and, and then getting the store going? All right, so uh, first part of it, uh, Country Bumpkin just got tired of how people was using the word country, you know? You was slow or you wasn't fashionable or just using it in a disrespectful manner. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, hey, if I'm going to be country, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to make people embrace being from the country. You know, how to be country. That country bumpkin, you know, I was typing and searching like, hey, what, what like, uh, what, uh, what describes us? Like, if, if if somebody wanted to know people that's like me, what describes us? And the first thing that came to my mind was, like, country. I didn't want to just name it country. So I seen the term country bumpkin. And it was just talking about how, like, you know, to the world, like, being from the South or being from a rural area and just being ignorant to the world. I didn't take it as a, as a, as a bad thing. We are ignorant to the world because it's a lot of things we just don't have access to. Um, so when I, when I got introduced to Country Bumpkin, you know, I'm from Detroit, so I had the first initial response to Country Bumpkin. Uh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But after talking with him, and he kind of expressed how, like, it's an expression, kind of how you want to transform a word, you know. And not to me, Country Bumpkin means somebody that's fly. Because every time I got Country Bumpkin on, you know, it's like, dang, bro, that's hard. Hey, bro, them pants dope. Hey, uh-huh. bro, you look good. Hey, bro, where you get that from? You know, I don't wear a lot of clothes. Man, I don't really get that response. So to right. me, you know, when you wear Country Bumpkin, you fly. So Country Bumpkin is fly now. Yeah, just being from Mississippi is like uh, if you shoebox, it says inspired by Mississippi. And like I was talking about off off camera before we started rolling, was we was talking how like uh, Mississippi having a bad narrative. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Whether you think slavery or you think something bad, yeah. I was like, hey, this is a dope product, right? And if somebody buys this product and on the box it says inspired by Mississippi, maybe you've never been to Mississippi. Right. Maybe the first thing that you've attached to Mississippi was this dope sneaker. Yeah. So now how did y'all two meet? Because you're from Mississippi. And you from Detroit. Yeah. Like, you know, y'all y'all Yankees can't stand us country folk. <laughs> oh, I ain't <laughs> Yankees. I, I ain't saying it because me going from Macon. That was the first thing I got I'm from, from the Midwest. I don't think we Yankees. <laughs> I think you got to go East Coast for that. I ain't never been called a Yankee. That's oh, no. Because right. it's like everybody I meet from up north. It was like, like you said, oh, y'all talk slow. You know, y'all special. And I'm just like, but you down here in my state, though. Yeah. But I, I feel like Yankees is more so East Coast. You know, Midwest, you know, we got love for it. We got... We got them ties anyway. You know, yeah. All our folks got folks. Everybody from Detroit, Chicago, we got folks somewhere. Alabama, Mississippi, yeah. Louisiana. So, you so know. Go ask Big Mama where you from. She yeah. Don't say. Oh, yeah. They from, and there's <laughs> a lot of them come from out of Alabama and Mississippi, especially up in Illinois. Sure. So that's another thing, too, just like telling the story of, you know, this is your roots. You know what I'm saying? We, right. we migrated up to, to different places, but. Well, ask Big Mama where you from and why them greens taste the way they taste and why that my, why that mac and cheese sound the way it sound yeah. when she when she whipping it up is because she come from the south. Yeah. But you asked how we met. So yeah. we met at Jackson State. <laughs> okay. Um I was actually a, what a junior when Trey came in. Um and Trey came in, he could tell you in detail, but all I remember though, they opened up the Palisades apartment. Uh-huh. And you know It was like Time to throw house parties So uh, Me and my boy Lutz We had to do a Halloween house party Or whatever And I thought I was like DJing You uh-huh. know what I'm saying I had a little app On my iPad or whatever Cool Like the next weekend Somebody else do one this fool DJing He got the whole got the set board. up The board <laughs> He got the speaker speaker We was in there Like a set of computer speakers uh-huh. He got the speaker speaker I'm like bro Who is this cat So from there I mean he started DJing and he got to growing as a DJ to, you know, to really peak in there. He was a DJ for the basketball games and everything. But, you know, from that, you know, it was like, all right, cool. I was always a good, uh, he had said, you always know how to find potential in people or whatever. You see ways to, to, to see people where they going or see how to help people make some money or whatever. So I seen his potential at that point. And I was thinking about opening a lounge. He was a DJ. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I got to, you know, get to know him. And that was really like the start of it, I think. It, I knew him before he knew me. Like, he'd be telling stories. I was like, yeah, I was right there, bro. I was the one that told the cops. So how'd you come up with the concept and like the design itself? Two main logos. We got this this, this, this script logo, uh-huh. the country bumpkin with the wheat stalk. And then true country character with him having the wheat stalk out his mouth. So I just basically was like, hey, like, um, if, if I wanted people to see this, what would a country bumpkin look like? Right. Straw, you know what I'm saying? On his head, I had a wheat stalk coming out his mouth. And I was very intentional of making sure the character was black. You okay. Know? Shopping, you know what I'm saying? You don't really see black product because they probably don't think it's gonna sell. Right. Now you know I'm gonna say this too because I was talking to my son about it. Both of us. I don't know if y'all watch anime. 
Yeah. So you, you know, <laughs> we, we don't, but we found out later on. Yeah. Like One Piece. Yeah. And, uh, look like Luffy. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was where it was from initially because I was like, okay, that's dope. Because I was like, I saw uh, the black One Piece until I actually looked at it in more detail. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's a playoff of being country. That's mm-hmm. why the straw hat and stuff was coming from. Sure. And it's crazy you say that. We, like, the first person who told me that, and I was like, oh, that's dope. And then I went to look. I was like, oh, okay. I see I see why people say that. Yeah. So, no, no, no. I get, we get that a lot, though. A lot of people that be rocking with anime come here and say that. So, y'all, so you got the concept in your head and... Get to design everything, or you do it out yourself, or you hire somebody else to come in and do it for you. Issue um, logos and stuff was a, a homie of mine named Keevan from Jackson. Kind of um, a face, and I want a straw hat, and da 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 da. And then he brought it back, but it really wasn't any detail to it. So I was like, hey, let's put some markings in the hat so it can look like a straw hat. And let's give him, you know, uh, bushy hair. And let's make sure he has like a buzz. You know what I'm saying? So it was just me just kind of going into details with him. Like, hey, this is exactly how, you know. I... So now, how old were you then? Because I want to put a time frame uh, on your this age. This is 2015. Okay. So Twenty four. Twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say you was Not younger because I was twenty. I saw the article where you had the store open up in the mall. You was twenty three. Mm-hmm. So now you you got the design done. You got somebody to draw it up for you. You got to you got it approved. Like you approved and everything. Now you. So how do you go from there to actual design and getting printed out? And then this time, do you got Ray working with you? Or you just doing it on your own? No, no at, this, at this point, this is just it's just me at this okay. point. Um. I had that logo probably for like a whole year before I even touched it. Like before. Signing with it and stuff. It really was just, I don't even remember who I was talking to, but I was going through my phone trying to show somebody something. And when it crossed that, they was like, oh, what's that, bro? I was like, hey, that's my uh, clothing brand I'm working on. Oh, and I was like, and. Yeah, I'm really big on like God talking to you through people. Right. Shirt, the script, this logo right here. Uh huh. Press shirts, man. That's, That's what's up. <laughs> so now, how did you go now from there? Like, when did you join in? Man, so I came around. Shoot, when was that? Probably 17, 18, 17. So I was always around. Like, um, so outside of the clothes, he was DJing. Yeah. So by the time he did the clothing line, bro, he was having parties with like four, five hundred people in somebody's backyard and like all type of stuff. So I was a part of that. Like, um, so I was around. But we we didn't really get close, close prior to like 17 for real. And we started like locking in and having conversations about, you know, life, business, all that type of stuff. Ray, Ray was that person that you need to where anytime you needed somebody to just be there to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, like I got a gig, but Brian got nobody to take me there. All right, yeah. bro. Fool. All right. Like, bro, we was literally, it's cold. Like, it's cold like it is now. Yeah. We in a drop top. Must- 
speakers hanging, hanging out, 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 the, <laughs> out the back just to get to the uh, just to get to the gigs and stuff. So. So just a respect thing. Then he had his own things going on. Like he had his own, he had his own hookah lounge, you know. Now, like it's fully paid off. Okay. So I, I just respected stuff that he was doing. I was like, all right, bro, this is somebody that I could I could rock with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that. So it was more so. Yeah, that's 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 the one thing like I always talk about. Where I learned from all of my mentors, like you surround yourself with people that's doing better than you or have a vision to do some of them same lines that you're doing because that's how both of y'all can grow. Mm. But one thing, like I tell my son, like he, I told him growing up, like if you're living in a graveyard and everybody around you in the graveyard, when are you ever going to see life? Mm. That's a fact. So you got your boy over here and then helping you out on the back end. He might not have the same concept, but y'all still working together as a good team yeah. because what y'all do is like a pair. Mm-hmm. And it worked out because I mean, we be thinking the same thing. Like, a lot of the time, we be thinking the same thing. But we got two different ways of saying it. And yeah. we had to be, be going back and forth. Then we had to stop and be like, dang, bro, we arguing the same point. <laughs> it's just, but that concept allows us to take his side of it and his viewpoint uh-huh. on how to get there. My side of it, my viewpoint on how to get there. Blend them together, pick the points that make the most sense. That's cool. And you need you know both. You need both. Because without the visionary, you can't think big enough. We right. Like, you know. Yeah. So you had the lounge going. So how did you end up getting the lounge going? Okay. So, so um, what was that? Junior year, I was, uh, I, I had a friend that was back at home. And they was going to a hookah lounge like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I'm just like, bro, what is a hookah lounge, bro? So I went back home uh, to Detroit that summer. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I got my boy Terrell. I'm like, bro, we got to go hit these hookah lounges, bro. I got to see what the vibe on. So we get in there and I'm like, bro, this is simple, bro. I can do this. It's very simple, yeah. Like, bro, just, I mean, at this point, bro, it wasn't no food, no liquor, no nothing. You just paying to bring your bottle in. And I'm like, bro, this is easy to set up. So this is all like junior had to be what, 2015? Yeah, because 2016, I graduated. So when I got back down to Jackson State that fall, um, I started driving around Thanksgiving break. I was driving around checking out spots. One of the leasing dudes came out. He caught. He really caught me lacking, cause like he was like, "Hey man, y'all, that spot's available. You want to see it?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "All right, cool, yeah." So it's 1,700 square feet. This is that. All right, all right, let's come on to the leasing office. And I'm like, 21. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so we in the leasing office. He was like, "All right, cool." So this is how the contract looked. This is how it worked. And he really selling me on something. I, the spot ended up working for me. Uh-huh. But he really selling me on something that I really wasn't prepared to do. I really was just window shopping. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool, bet. Um, so that was Thanksgiving break. So that's like now, November 23rd. I think I signed at least like December 10th. And like, uh, I was an RA. So the dorms closed like December 10th or December. So how'd you secure the loan though? Because a lot of people ask that question. I didn't. I'm frugal. So I don't. I don't spend like I'm like you say I'm real pen to paper. Uh-huh. So like if I ain't had to spend it, like I worked over the summers for three summers and I never spent that check. Like I did. So you had money in the bank. Right, I had money in the bank. I always did. I mean, I didn't I don't spend money on a lot of things. So if it don't make sense, if it ain't a valuable thing to spend money on, I'm, I'm in my closet now and I'm like, damn, bro, this from high school. Like, it still fit. We still rolling. Yeah. So when I started the, uh, the the store in the mall, I spent my last three grand. 
Okay. So he would, you know, that's something like pen the paper. I can't spend my last three grand. No, it don't make sense to spend my last yeah. three grand. You know what I'm saying? I'm more so I visualize it. I'm like, this gonna work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And me and my wife, you know, we didn't pay this bill, didn't pay that bill. You know what I'm saying? Took the money and we started with uh with three grand. We made six figures over with with two three grand. Nah, and those are you going into the mall? Okay. So spent like twenty five or something on the on the on the mall. I mean on the rent. Uh, can of paint, painted it. Uh, took display units and stuff from a, another store that was closing. <laughs> we took it up to our stuff. You know, took all the clothes that we just had over the years that just didn't sell. Uh-huh. Put that in the store and probably made like six grand, five grand, six, five six grand the first week. Okay. So now, did you do a lot of sales where you had like actual items in the store, like initially, or you were doing like virtual sales? So you had items in the store for like display, and then people could order other stuff online. I was all in the store. That time it was just a bunch of t-shirts and um, hats, and then it kind of went into like pants, and gradually got into the shoes. You know, some years later, like that. Now, what about your designers? Like the people that do. That does a print like on your clothing and your shoes and stuff. So at first, I was dealing with a local uh, screen printer. You okay. Know? I've always had like a vision. Like I said, I'm a visionary, so it's like I had a lookbook. Uh huh. Before I had when I only had nothing but vinyl press T-shirts, I had a lookbook where I had all my cut and sew stuff. Like I had samples. This stuff in that lookbook, we still ain't dropped. Still ain't dropped. It's stuff in the, uh, that still hasn't dropped. You know what I'm saying? But we got like jackets and shoes, boots, and all that type of stuff. I just wanted to be able to visualize where can I take. Always, like day that I feel like okay, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah. yeah Y'all in Jackson, and now you you out of the mall. So what made you leave the mall? The mall? Okay. Hard not to, not only to get sales, but to get like supply. Cause I, at that point, I was getting a lot of my stuff from China. At that point, first it started with like screen print, but then it led into cutting sew and so used to like joggers and jeans and all that type of stuff. I'm like, I have nowhere to really get product and stuff. Sales kind of went down, and it just. You know, I learned a whole lot. It was, <laughs> to be honest, like, I'm glad I got that out the way. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm here in Atlanta doing what we're doing, it don't feel new. You know what I'm saying? So the time, what, what was the time frame between the store and Jackson? And were you, well, I think you was a part of it because I think I saw you in the office in the video y'all had online. Yeah. So y'all did a little research. <laughs> so, <laughs> For sure. So from Mississippi, what was the time frame between Mississippi to Atlanta? Uh, Well, Mississippi was... Like five years? 15 through 20. He was out here 21, and here we are in 22. Were y'all doing any sales online? Yeah, we were um, doing sales. Well, we were doing like drops, right? So I wasn't, it, you couldn't just go on the site and just buy whatever you wanted. It was more so like, hey, these, your pair, like this pair right here did like 6,000 the first day. Like, now, what made y'all leave from? I know, I know we asked this offline, but what made you leave from Mississippi to come over here to Atlanta? 
Hold on, let me jump on that and then I'll let you talk. Man, so uh he was done with Mississippi and he wouldn't leave. And I'm like, oh, so you trying to get him to leave. Yeah. I'm like, go, bro. Like, nothing else for you. I'm like, all right, come on, let's pop out. Man, I ain't trying to go. I mean, it ain't a lot to do. Yeah. But I'm just like, bro, you ain't been outside in three months. Like, you ain't been like, come on, bro. I'm like, bro, leave. Go. He was like, all right, I might go to Dallas. We got some people in Dallas. Uh-huh. Like, let's go check out Dallas, bro. Cause I mean, you, you get stagnant. And I seen that when I moved down there. Yeah. You it's easy to get stagnant. Once you get stagnant, you get stuck. Yeah. And you can't get out that that quicksand. So I was like, man, go. And then I let him tell him how Because after he left, it wasn't even supposed to be how I went. So that was a whole other situation. But. So basically, like, uh, so I got a call from one uh, from, from platforms out there in Mississippi that, that get artists saw the shoes and stuff and was like, hey, Come pull up on us, man. We gotta come pull up on us at the house. So I'm like, I'm like, all right. Well, I said, bro, I got like a load, another load, another pairs, a bunch of pairs coming in in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Soon as we get them, we gonna shoot out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, show pairs come in. You know what I'm saying? And we, all right, cool. It's time to go to Atlanta. So we. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we about to go dropping the shoes off and we back to Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once I got there, Boosie's so, hey, I want to make you a millionaire. I want to invest in you. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, was up at our apartment, not apartment, at our house back in Mississippi in like for, in like two weeks at this point. Like we thinking we gonna resign it, of course. You yeah. Billionaire, but we ain't gonna go back then. You don't need to sign in the lease, and we finna. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, make this work. So we uh, in Kennesaw, mm-hmm. saw in a. Hey, we just think we're gonna be here. We go, we go. At one seventy, turned into a fifty dollar motel real quick because we was we couldn't do almost yeah. two hundred dollars every night. You know what I'm saying, like that. So. Man, just just to put it this way, life happened. Life happened. Okay. We uh we was like on some homeless, like just trying to like yeah. figure things out. Like we was roaches. We we sitting here like looking at each other. My wife's pregnant at this time. We looking at each other like, hey, you know, part tonight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that type of time. You know, and. No, I don't shy away from it. Call it like it is. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. we all got a story. Because, I mean, I've been through it, too. So, you know, we all got a story to tell. Nah, for sure, man. And that's like, the one thing I say about social media. I don't mean to cut you off. Nah, you good. You is good. You see the glamour. So, like, you would see this shop on social media, but you wouldn't know the backstory behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I True. like doing when I talk to people and have them on my show is, like, I want to hear the whole thing because people always think stuff is easy because you see the end result, mm-hmm. but yep. you don't know what it took to get to that point. So, you know, most people ask us... Um, how long, you know, like, how long you been doing this? And then when I say, yeah, because they, they want a quick fix. 
not gonna happen like that. No. Nobody who's doing what we doing, man. It, like this thing happened because I took. A f- yeah. Had every reason to A pregnant wife Right You know what I'm saying I could have easily told anybody Hey bro I'm done with this bro I got a pregnant wife I got to go figure something out And nobody would have been like I was wrong for doing that Right You know what I'm saying But they're going to say priorities They're going to say priorities yeah. Right But you know That's why I like I respect my wife so much Because To this day bro I just really feel like I just brought her Brought her along on a dream You know don't get me wrong. Now it's like it's it's, it's definitely starting to show show what it needed to show. Yeah. But it took so long to get to that point to where we didn't slept on flows and we didn't did all of this. It's like man, she could have been gone, yeah. and who would have blamed her for being gone? Right. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she's still here, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I love her to death, and I can't spoiling her because she deserves she, des- she deserves it. Because it, it's a going, it's a going thing here too. Because I say the same thing with my wife. Because she was like, once you know, us brothers. Once a black man gets successful, you know, he end up leaving the ride or die and go with one of the, uh, the easy chicks out here. That's dead. Well, I, I whoop him. Because he said the same thing. Like with Kevin Hart, it happened. And I, I ain't trying to bash Kevin Hart, but saying that Kevin Hart because his the one that was with him from the jump when they was like they were struggling too. He finally got big and started getting all these big contracts, and then he end up. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, but that that come back down to character too. Yeah, like like literally, like bro, if he do that, bro, I I, would, I wouldn't like bro. I didn't seen the whole process. Yeah, bro, we literally get to fight. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna cap, bro. We got to square it probably about three, four times, bro. And he, and he gonna have to whoop me for me to really stop me. Like, all right, bro, he just gonna keep whooping me. I ain't gonna keep man, jumping in. But that's just it, bro. Past that, man. I'm I'm just like this. Is my thing, right? Like, uh. To the average man, I've been the guy already. Like when I was in college at Jackson State, and I'm the biggest DJ on campus, I could have had anything I wanted then. Yeah. That's how I feel. I just didn't. I feel like like it's and it's also just because like I'm just not. That's not what I'm on. I could have right. been on that. I feel like most dudes that be on that be lames. They ain't never. They, had them opportunities. they ain't never had them opportunities. Right. And once you get them opportunities, they taking they taking it. They 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 taking advantage of it. And it's just like, nah, that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I've been I've been that guy. I've been the guy. You know what I'm saying? So, I, so what happened with uh, Boosie then? Well, with Boosie, man, it just it just was a situation where it didn't end up being what it was supposed to be. But I respect him dearly because he did help me out a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't go into like us being business partners and stuff like that. Yeah. But now, has he reached out since then? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I can like I can go and go to. Probably not like lately, but we didn't talk. All good. Like it's just not been. It's just like the business part didn't just. Yeah, uh, just the business part didn't come to fruition. Come to fruition. I I wish it did. You know what I'm saying? That would have been dope. You know what I'm saying? Like to have a a superstar rapper and you know what I'm saying to be your business partner. Who who wouldn't want that? But I ain't gonna lie. I respect him for what he did do. You know. Helped me out when I was in a bad, bad crunch. So yeah. I respect him forever. So he didn't end up buying a product though. <laughs> for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. So now you here in Atlanta. How long before you got here, Ray? Uh so I just came when the store opened. So we opened up on November 1st. So we came out here like well, a week before. 
So you were still in Mississippi or you was still in Detroit? Still in Mississippi. Okay. So right now- so You I'm told actually, this man to leave and he left, but you still there? Yeah, you know, I mean, but we also, <laughs> I mean, I need to kind of leave too, but I mean, I just, I'm in a situation that's kind of like a little different, you know, like, I don't, like I'm kind of spoiled in my situation at this point. Uh, to the point where I can get out here. Like, I'm out here now. I'm still yeah. staying in Mississippi. But if I need to be here on a Tuesday, I'm here. If I need to be here on the... Like, it's more... Like I said, I'm frugal and I'm pen and paper. Yeah. It makes more financial sense at this current moment for me to still be in Mississippi than it is for me to be out here. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But the moment pen and paper, it don't, I'm here. Are you driving or are you flying? Uh, Both. I'm driving right now. Uh, now I'll be flying back out soon. Yeah, that drive is what, like six hours, right? Yeah, but it's at this point, bro, it's clockwork. Like, man, I didn't. No, I'm just saying, no, I six hours like, is nothing to me. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah. a little, like, I, I hit the road easy. I'm yeah. here. I feel like I'm driving true. I'd rather drive that ride than drive around Atlanta. And we got to go said, well, yeah, down the river and then out to Swerner, bro. I'm going to be yeah. pissed off. I can hit 20 and watch a movie. Yeah, I, that's why, because I, when they were, because his mom and I, we separated, and they was like real young. So it was, they was in Michigan. And okay. I'm still down here in Atlanta. And that little 10 hour right up 75. Man, I wish it was 10. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was 20, but yeah, it was the 12 hours, yeah, easy. I was doing three, four times a year. So to me, driving is is, is nothing. Yeah. I'd be on the phone. He called me probably like, what? It'd be like, I'd be on the way. It'd probably be like five, bro. You on the road? Yeah. All right, but. So when he called me back at six, hey, bro, get up, bro. I'm about to be pulling up. It's time to go. I mean, it's go mode, man. I, like, and, and the reason why I'm such about it, bro, I feel like I was getting to the stagnant point. And uh-huh. I told him that. And I'm like, bro, I, I need something that I can build and grow again. Like, I done helped a few businesses, you know what I'm saying? But they at the point now where they comfortable. I'm like, well, ain't nothing I can do for somebody that's comfortable. Right. So it's like, you know, what's next? Like, let's go. So, man, we've been going up ever since. Putting it together and we just getting started. It's so much more we got in the fold that we ain't unleashed yet that we just waiting and, and moving with and structuring out. Uh, so has have y'all reached out to like any local people since you've been here? What do you mean by local people? Like uh artists or anybody else to like showcase some of your product? When we came uh when we came here, uh, we actually like me and my wife came Yeah. Actually, like when I took shoes and I took that back, bought more pairs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got those pairs in and with those pairs got to Atlanta and started to give them to rappers and stuff like okay. that. So at this point, we even got, you know, Ray Shrimmer, Mike Will made it. Um, we even got Country Wayne. One time for Big Bank. Ain't you know what I'm saying he didn't wore he didn't wore it on uh on his uh Big Facts podcast uh we didn't out you know what I'm saying Yandy then uh then then she got paired so I used yeah because it's marketing just marketing and yeah. building a relationship to where you know I could call you you know what I'm saying. But but something that we big on and been big on, I don't know if you how de- how deep you dove into the to the videos, but in the store in Mississippi we had the the was it the Wall of Fame, and like I told somebody the other day, our customers are our celebrities. Everybody that come in here and bought something, even right now, you come in here bought something, wear it, tag us. At the end of the month or in the middle of December, we going to go get some of the pictures made as canvases. 
So when you walk in here, you're going to be a published model because that's going to be your picture on that wall. It's somebody else on this wall. Like on the whole top end is going to be canvases. Well, maybe not over here, but on this side, it's going to be canvas picture. Shoebox, if uh, when chance, uh -huh. I'm going to show you the, uh, the, the the box. And it's literally customers that standing in front of my mural that I had in the store. So I actually have pictures of my customers on my shoebox. Show love, you know what I'm saying? Now, are you still getting your stuff brought in from China or are you using some local people? Uh, well, it just depends on how complex the item is. Shirt or something like that, then it's local. Some shoes, then it, it you know what I'm saying? Shoemakers. Shoemakers, they can come and do this with the embossed and... Hey, if you're oh, yeah. if you if you're a sneaker Please maker... show me. Hit us up. Hit us up. With, I'm not knocking it right no, now. No, no, no. If no. it is, I want to know where they at. Okay. Hit us up because we rocking with you. Nah, for sure. ASAP. ASAP. Like yesterday. Nah, for sure. But to me, I just... Like, I've been looking around and this isn't... I painted on this. This is leather and it's embossed, embossed. in the leather. Oh, yeah. Leather. The straw is like leather. You know what I'm saying? The insole has, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I haven't seen that, but if it's a local person here, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's get it. Let's get it done. <laughs> pull up. Don't even type yeah. in. Just pull up on us because we gonna, we gonna sit, sit down and put that together ASAP. Yeah, because I'm 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 big on that, like being from here too. Like I like I said, well, I didn't tell you, I, I work in IT, mm -hmm. and I want to see a, like a, a black tech company, like mm -hmm. a for real black tech company. And we got so many people here that like work in technology. I mean, they do everything. I don't care if it's like graphic design work, programming. I don't care, like even doing this, like content creation, because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Con content creation. I want to see like a big tech company, but and we have a lot of people here that do all that stuff but they work for other people. Mm -hmm. And like, even if they have a business going, they got like one niche of what they're doing in business. And it's not something they bring in everybody. That's why I asked that question. So we, we, we do have a goal though, at some point to be able to have a factory since we get, like for anything we haven't been able to find, uh -huh. we definitely want to like, we want to have a factory that can do cut and sew pieces, a yeah. factory that could do a shoe from scratch. So that, I mean, but honestly, man, that's, that's not a cheap game. No, like the thing no. that you need to emboss the leather at that scale. Yeah. To, to be able to produce the shoe. Yeah, you got to have a big manufacturing plant. Sure, like like I said, like, dip old that I spent was like 17 grand. So even if somebody don't have it, hey, that's an opportunity right now. Right, if you got the money, <laughs> if you, you got the money to do it, you got the money and you, you want in too. Tap yeah. in for sure, cause because we know the machines, we know the machines. We didn't looked it up, you know what I'm saying? We just need investors. If y'all y'all want to have a you know a factory, a cutting sew factory out here in Atlanta, I'm yeah. with it. I've been because you got a lot of people here. I mean, from the country. Cause I mean, you're from Detroit, so we can't even pitch you from the country. Uh, the country folk, <laughs> I gotta clown you, cause you from up north. <laughs> nah, it's love. It's like you know, we grew up on people. So like my mom, all her sisters, they sold. Like they literally made stuff from scratch. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I never understood. That. I was like, y'all can do all this stuff, and y'all telling. I'm like, why aren't y'all? Why are stuff getting shipped in from overseas when y'all could be doing that stuff here? Because black folks are not big with people. Candy lady never had a candy store. Well, oh, 
you talking about outside? Yeah, like I'm a little just, bit like brick saying, and mortar store. I'm just yeah. saying the candy lady. Yeah, she ran out her garage. I, I candy ran out her garage. I, I run you like this. The, so. CD man, the CD man, the bootleg man never had a CD, uh, a CD yeah. store. And then not that they couldn't do it, but they didn't want to go through the processes of it. They didn't have a vision to know how to do it. It's not even that because we had a vision. Like I worked with small businesses like for a living. Like that's how I made my money doing marketing for small businesses. And uh, one of the people I work with is an attorney. So they just had a grant for anybody that had, I think, two W-2 employees. So I'm like, all right, bet. Now, this is a great thing because I'm about to get some commission off everybody I send to you. Uh I go through my entire Rolodeck of small businesses in the Jackson metro area. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's like 47 businesses. Out of the like 28 that reached out, none of them had a W-2 employee. So if that doesn't state that we hustling and not running businesses, I don't know what does. Yeah, because I mean, because that would require, because a lot of us get LLCs. We get the LLC, we get the business license, we do our revenue thing, and that'd be it. Yeah. We pay our taxes out our personal fund. Right. We don't even know how to expensive account, so we don't pay no taxes out the businesses. Right. Like, people will tell you, man, I ain't got no money for advertising, bro. If you making money and not spending on advertising, you hustling backwards, because now you got to pay taxes. Right. Bro, if it's December, bro, you probably spend everything you got. Yeah. You probably buying, because of... Um, company vehicles, whatever you got in your line that's allowable for an expense yeah. that you got in your and you got money in your account is supposed to get spent. Fiscal year, December you're supposed 30- to tap out at the fiscal year sure. so you can write it off. But we sit there and say we broke our year because we scared to spend some money and then we pay taxes on it. But see, I don't even like us saying that too, though, because it's like to me, I believe in manifestation. And if you always speak in that, that's what you're gonna bring into existence. Like I hate people say I'm broken, I'm poor. And I was like, no, nah, don't, don't, don't. Even if you ain't got the money now, I just don't have it right now. But I'm gonna have it eventually. Because if you keep speaking on that, that's exactly what you're gonna keep getting. Even if you make the money, you're gonna spend it out and you're gonna be back in the same situation. Like being a visionary, everything that you wanted to do, you know, regardless of you having it at the moment in time, you still kept believing in your vision and speaking it into it, fruition, yeah, and, sure. and it happened. Nah, for sure. Cause it's still stuff that's three, five years out right now that we looking at. So it's always a he don't never stop. Every time we be like, all right, cool. We be like, all right, so yeah, this was gonna be next. I'll be like, all right, that's what's next then. So it be it's some it's some big plans in the loop. I mean, we got some some massive plans. But what's the so y'all now y'all have like the brick and mortar store? Y'all been open for what two weeks now, right? Mm -hmm. So how's everything been been in Atlanta? Because Atlanta Station is big. So how how was it for you to get into Atlantic Station? Hard. You know, I ain't gonna lie. It was very hard. Uh, it was things where it was like you just gotta keep doing. Mm-hmm. I was actually denied before I got approved. Well, you was approved. Well, then I you was, was approved. And then you was then approved. Then I was denied. Then I was approved. And then yeah. he was almost denied. <laughs> yeah, so it was like it was more so like um you know in these big companies there's a lot of different departments yeah so the uh the um permanent the permanent department the one who does like if uh the corporate brands that come here yeah they wanted me here as a permanent tenant and they actually approved me to be here as a up they was Hey, we rock with this concept too, but let's at least like try it out for a few months before we like invest long term into it, right? Mm-hmm. That was totally fine with me. But to the part uh and you say invest, what you mean like give you the space? Give you the space. Yeah, basically like give me the space and But then, you still gotta pay for it. Yeah, yeah I mean the investment the is investment, if we do well, they do well. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Type of vibe. So it was more so that 
And then so went to temporary or whatever. It went down to temporary because now I'm a temp now I'm in a temporary situation. I'm thinking, okay, well permanent already permanent leasing already. You know, I just, you know, ooh, nope. Had to do a whole interview process, whole situation to then get denied telling me that I should do a pop-up. I had already had a store in the mall and I just didn't want to go backwards. Why am I doing pop-ups right. when I had a store? So pop-up at? You know, the pop-up like on the courtyard? Pop-ups yeah. on the courtyard on the weekends. This is what I told her, right? This is what I told Atlantic Station. I said, if you take a can and you put it in a gallery, it looks like art. But if in the alleyway, it looks like trash. Yeah. So I don't want you to put me... I don't want to look like trash. I want yeah. to look like art. You know what I'm saying? It's like the placement. The like I look at black people like that. Can our placement in society is why people look at us the way that they look at us. Right. So I'm like, hey, I don't want to. I want to look like art. You know right. what I'm saying? This is art, and you know, I think that that did it for her. She never heard it spoken to her in that way, mm-hmm. and you know, they ended up giving us a shot and. Really good, so I feel like you know, we because yeah, I saw somebody they did a um, like they did a study on it, it was like Marshall's because people weren't necessarily going like Marshall's and places because they think, oh, it's cheap crap, don't nobody want to buy it. But you got people that do like steady to go in there. So, what they did was they took one of their stores, branded to make it look like a boutique, mm-hmm. and when they made it look like a boutique, they, they up the price, payless did, did the same thing, I think it was payless, payless, yeah, and they sold out. Of everything, people was like, "Oh my God, I ain't never seen this shoe before." And it was like, "Bro, this shoe cost like twenty dollars, but you didn't pay like two or three hundred dollars for it." Exactly. And, and and it's also like no, not to the pop ups. Yeah. It's just even ourselves, we got to stop thinking to that point. Like, man, I want to just do a pop up. Like when you go to H and M, ain't coming out here taking the square over to do a pop up. Uh-huh. It's just our capacity to think past that. Like H&M probably making the most money in the plaza because they got a, a warehouse worth, you know, between H&M and Dillard's. Yeah. But if we always focusing on power. H&M has to have, H&M has to have the square footage to be able to make that type of money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if we just go down per square footage, how much square footage I need to make the money out of my space, you can't make one table isn't going to hold enough. Hold enough. Yeah. I have shoes Size 13s, big shoe boxes. How many of these am I really supposed to fit on this 10 yeah. by 10? Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't really tell my full story. Well, even though with even with pop-ups though, like most people I see that successful in pop-ups are people that's established. Like people right. are they already have a following behind them. So if you are so only reason you would do a pop-up is I got I, I'm featuring something brand new. So jump out here and come and see what this, this feature is. That way I can sell out of it real quick. It's so a building now, point for sure. Yeah, it's to me it's almost like you're doing in a physical market analysis. Yep. I know you like this, so now I'm going to take it from this little pop-up and I'm going to actually feature it in the store store. But if you like, especially y'all being new to town, people, nobody going to know who the hell you are and then they're going to look at it and they're going to see, look, look at y'all and you see the prices, they're going to walk right past you. Exactly. No, we're not doing that. Whereas if you have a brick and mortar store, oh, let's see what they got going on. I'm going to come here, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drop because a Because you perceive it in a different manner. Right. That goes back to the art and the trash. Or situation. You in the mall, you walk right past the kiosk. Mm-hmm. Don't really respect them as much as you respect the store. They, they are disrespectful sometimes. 
Yeah, I feel it. But, <laughs> that's, but, but, that, but now you understand but, yeah. why you wouldn't want to be placed in that situation right. when you have something that you feel like is reputable. Because yeah. now you got to bypass somebody hey, bro, else. Come being... take out this shoe, and you looking at me like I'm about to be disrespectful yeah. because somebody that tried to sell you something else two years ago. Yep, or so, or two kiosks down, or two two kiosks. It's down. like spraying stuff on you as you walking by. <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna want to stop it, and you're like, man, I'm just trying to get to the store. Anybody trying to, but then you want to be the store they're trying and to get to. Trying to get to. And nobody ever got up and was like, let me go check out the kiosk in the mall today. Right about that. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> you know? So it's just, it's just placement in the market and all that good stuff and, and helping people understand your value. Like people put value on stuff based on how they perceive it. Go back to what play that's in the play shoes. They put up different structures. When you went to pay less, bro, you had them rotten, the, 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 the light boxes with the shoes and stuff in them. Somebody might have wore them. They might have just threw them back in there. You might have the stuff in the shoe. You might not. It might be covered. It might not. It's just what it is, bro. Grab it if you want it. They $29.99. But you put that same shoe on display. Yeah. You know, the boxes are in the back. Yeah. We can bring it out for you and take a seat. Right. It's part of the experience. And it's just like, when you giving somebody that experience, you can't downplay your value. Right. Same thing in relationships, same thing in life. If you know you valued at this, then don't settle for that. Right. So what's the next steps for country? And, and, and pen and paper is already in line. So... That's why it works. Yeah. So y'all want to take on investors or y'all just want to do it from y'all self? We love our customers. Because they said, uh, it's for us to pay for it. We'll pay for it. If it makes sense for somebody else to come in and it's, then it was um like the community got upset with like Pinky from uh, Slutty Vegan. I don't know if y'all have been to Slutty Vegan yet. Mm -hmm. And she, oh, that's why right, yeah. Slutty Vegan wouldn't be worth what she was worth today if she stuck with a food truck. But she did or start with a food truck? If she stuck with a food oh, truck. Oh, stuck with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, nah, If she didn't want to take on the burden of yeah. having employees in a brick and mortar store, she would not be worth what she worth today. Right. She had to go, I'm doing business. Right. I'm going to have 100 employees. I'm going to have rent that's $10,000, yeah. I'm going to have food costs that's ten, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000. When I told yeah. people that I want that, that I got approved for Linux, because I actually got approved for Linux before we got here. Uh -huh. It's just basis available, like contractually, for me to, to be able to be in there for 2024. Yeah. And we just wait that long. But rent for, uh, for Linux was 18, going to be 18. Yeah, but what can you make when 30 million people is walking through the Linux uh, yeah. sliding in here? Exactly. But most people are not thinking like that. They just think of 18,000 and yeah. they say, oh my gosh, it's over with. They don't want right, to, I can't do 18,000. And 000. from a financial standpoint, I tell people all the time, what do you want to make a year? Say you say 100,000, right? You know how much you got to have standardly in an account to make $100,000 passive? Yeah. You know, if that's a standard thing to do is invest in your 401k or invest in stocks and you're looking at a 7 to 10% return. But even that's not like feasible because you, you capped at how much you can invest a year anyway. So, I mean, even if you got the money, though, that's you got to have a million dollars in the, in the account that's producing 10% a year for you to make 100k. 100, yeah. So they, now you're now you going to say that makes sense. Invest and then live residually into retirement. But $18,000 a month is like... 
That's not something I'm willing to go through. A if lot of people scared. Oh, they scared to do the investment on to get. Cause did you take out a loan? Actually, are you talking yeah. about to do this? About to do this, do all of it. Then you come here. Oh, this, bro. I was literally just flipping t-shirts. I didn't. I, I've never had a, a credit limit over three. So no. So this it's spot good. is off the loan because <laughs> it's different. As we get older, we learn. Yeah. And you know they say other people' money is king. So as long as you got a a space to invest yeah. and you can back it up on your own, like so we not knee deep to where like it. First off, it's gonna work, but it's it, it's it's in a position to where instead of spending our money, we use the bank money, and if we need to, we can pay the bank the money. Right. Well, that, that, that's my point behind it, because that's the one thing that we miss in our community when it comes to like money in general. Like we think if if I want to get a store, I need to pay for it by myself because I don't want to take on a burden of having a loan. But I was like, but rich people don't spend their own. Like we're gonna use Elon Musk. He didn't buy. He didn't buy Twitter with his own money. He just said that this morning. <laughs> he got other people's money to buy Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's the thing that we get scared of because we're always afraid to pick up a loan because when we get a loan, we think we're gonna fail automatically. Oh yeah, you gotta, and then go, the you gotta go through all the red tape to try to get it. So yeah. my my thing was when you like being young. <laughs> really works against you. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I don't have three years to wait to try to get this thing going so you can give me money. Yeah. So I have to spend my own money. And when it got to that point and I'm just, I'm in the mall and the money's flipping, yeah. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep flipping the money that I'm making. Yeah. It was kind of that type of situation. And it's really the best for you because I know somebody that had 70000 in the bank, in the bank that they went to go get a $35,000 loan from, but it was a business loan. And they told him no. He had 70000 in his business account. He went to the same bank <laughs> that he deposited the money in to get a $35,000 loan. Yeah. And they told him no. So that business loan. He look loan, like us? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's learning the processes. And I learned a lot from him. So shout out to uh, Antonio. He detailed me a lot of the game that he got. That's one of the businesses I helped go from 80000 Now he's doing a million annually in the food business. Antonio's all smart. Yeah, we... we, we. <laughs> right. I feel the vibe But he didn't tell me a lot Like so a secret to that Is also making sure You get your SBA number yeah. So one thing about The whole PPP thing That just happened Everybody was getting The SBA number That got approved So now Everybody ain't do right by But the businesses That was able to get Their PPP loan um, Now have an SBA number Now that loan process Is a whole lot easier Because you got Your SBA number But it's a process To get your SBA number That's typically difficult too yeah. So it's a lot of gate holes in the thing that keep us out. Yeah. So you have just, a lot of places here though that like help out and small because you have invest because especially I've been in the city of Atlanta, you have invest Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They're trying to actually I met the CEO of that at um Atlanta Technical College for their podcast. And she, uh, money they're trying to invest back out into the community for small businesses and stuff. Yeah. But then shout out to Invest Atlanta. I forget the uh the CEO's name, but okay. yeah. now that's dope. And then you can go to the SBA office or the small business development office. And they help you out too. But people don't be wanting to go. They be having events and all type of stuff. So if you're a small business and you want to actually do business. It's a process though. I ain't going to lie. It's a, it's a process to go no, through no, all that. No, no, to do it, yeah. But going to the classes and building relationships is definitely a lane to get you understood. You want to build relationships though. That's the problem. Like they think it up as like network. I don't even consider it as net- networking. It's like you said, you got to actually build a relationship with people and just continually talk to them. Mm-hmm. But that's how people end up getting the money. If, if I know you, and then I see your application come across my desk. You good I'm to go? It, man, let it go and go through. 
And they, if you, and after you build the relationship, they gonna make sure you got everything that you need to move forward. Right. I mean, and that's just that. Even when we came out here and we had to do the like, this had extra insurance. Anything I ever had or what was in the mall in North Park. So when I'm talking to her, I'm like, hey, I'm be honest. I don't know. This is what they sent us. Let's work through this and get an understanding of what we need. Man, we must have went back and forth for sending stuff probably like seven, eight times. But it's like, hey, this is right. All right, cool. What you been? How your day doing? Good, good, good. So we cool now. I had to call him. Actually, it's been a little minute. But we built that. And during that time frame, it was a relationship built about what we needed to get done. And I'm not coming in like I know it all because I don't know it. You do insurance. You know it. Help me. We get this nah, together. For sure. Saying the plans. Like, uh, I accessible black brand right which meaning that you know when you go to the mall you don't have every mall is corporate and they're not owned by black people right i want a country bumpkin in all the major malls you know what i'm saying i want at least a hundred you know so i could say i got two in every state in every state you may you can make a drive might be a little drive or it might be close to you but it's accessible enough you know what i'm saying to where you can go and get to you some store. you can go to the store and get you some country bunking you ain't never had a problem with going to go get you know there's Forever a 21 H&M, 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 H&M dealers belk anywhere like that macy's they are very accessible that's why you're able to go in go shopping you know get off of work go straight in so there's not you can't name and if, if I'm wrong, please hit me up. Because I if I'm wrong, I want to talk to you. Yeah. So if there's any black-owned brand no. where I can walk in here and they look like us and everything in the store is yours, you know what I'm saying? And you in all the major malls, you in Lenox and Houston Galleria and Beverly Center and L.A. and you in all these different places, please hit my line. But that's what I want. That's that's what I want for Country Bunker. And that's what we're going to do. And accessibility just shows. I mean, really, we're here to break down barriers. We've been breaking down barriers. Like, he was the first student to get paid at Jackson State. Like, they wasn't gonna, like they was like, we can't pay you because you're a student. And that was the whole process that he went through. You know, I was the first person to bring an urban hookah spot to Jackson. You know, so I went through the burdens of that. Now you can go to every bar, every club and get hookah. Yeah. You know, when it was me, bro, they was in there, man, 420. We had a party on April, bro. They sent the feds through. <laughs> I'm talking about they pulling hookahs off the, I mean, the tops off the hookahs. And, uh-huh. I mean, because it's, it's Mississippi. They selling something, yeah. Yeah, like it's Mississippi. They wasn't hip to all the, you know, what's going oh, on. So I went through that. Yep. You know, so now they good to go on that. He went through, now you got student photographers, student graphic designers. Everybody around there getting paid. Getting paid as <laughs> students, DJs. You know, so now nah, this is it. We couldn't, it was a trouble for us to get in here. It's people that do the pop-ups that deserve a store. Yeah. I done went over there, some dope stuff some that come through. This just pop-up alone. Right now they got the, what is the Atlanta Streetwear Market? Yeah. 250 vendors? Bro, you can't tell me it ain't a hundred people in there that deserve a store in a exactly. major market. And that's that's another thing that we plan on having. We have, you know what I'm saying, a black-owned luxury mall. There will be a Linux-level mall owned by a black person. Oh. Happens, I black designers mm-hmm. from an Atlanta streetwear market where it's 250 of them and give them money to build out. It's 
whole thing, putting a gallery, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's making it look like art, right? Making yeah. it a gallery. If I give you $100,000 and you can build something out yeah. to where it, it, it fits the vibe and the energy of your brand, but now it looks on the level of a Gucci when you walk in there, yeah. as a consumer, I'm going to respect that and I'm going to be willing to pay whatever more price money, I need to pay. whatever price I need to pay to support this. We've been, we've been, this is the thing about it. We've been doing it. So, cause we've been in flea markets, right? That's yeah. considered the mall. But guess what? When you go into the flea market, you talking everything down in there. Yeah. Oh, what you say? 70? Nah, yeah. bro. I got 50 for you. Yeah. I got 40 for you, bro. You will take you 20 yeah. and you accept it. But guess what? When they walk into, into Lennox. They wouldn't even dare to ask. They wouldn't yeah. even dare. Cause I don't even want to look and look broke. I don't want to look like, you know what I'm saying? I don't right. have it. So that's what my thing is. It's like taking black art, black creatives, black business owners creating and, a gallery and creating a gallery for yeah, that's what we doing. Cause you had a guy that came up. They made the black wash. I don't know if y'all been out today yet. Oh yeah, I, I know, dude. I went to a couple of his. Um, it's trash. <laughs> it's it's trash. I ain't gonna comment, man. I said it for you. That's my. That's why I grew up at. It's like cause I mean I was excited about the vision of it when they, when we first heard about it, but to see it actually be built out. And then see how they treating the tenants up in there. I'm just like, come on, man. We, we got to do better. I'm just disappointed because I knew what it was going to be when I seen who it was. But if you go to his spot out there, oh, that thing laid out. Yeah. And it's, so I, I I just knew he wasn't going to put that. Bro, he got it to do it. He could do it right. Yeah. He that, really could. He there. He got that type of paper. But that's the issue I have when it comes to, because I like the vision of what, you know, what Trey was saying. I wanted to look good. Make you want to come in and spend that money. I want to feel good. I want. To look I don't want good. to come into the a place and it look like another freaking flea market. And now you talking about you trying to haggle somebody down for? Because I think I'm one of the people that's a firm believer that I don't try to go to my people asking for no hookup. If you got something, I don't care what the price is. I'm gonna pay for it because you deserve it just as much as the other designers that's out there. Like mm -hmm. your stuff is almost like like Psycho Bunny. I don't know if you know Psycho Bunny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying though, but it's on the, to me. <laughs> but but I get what you're saying. Yeah, though. I get what you're like saying. Because it's like they got the hype up behind social media, and so now you got Psycho Bunny and all the like the major stores. And they're expensive as hell too. And that's the accessibility point. Psycho yeah. Bunny is relevant because their accessibility. That's it. Because, because guess what? If you put this brand in Linux. And in every other major In any market. other major market. The numbers going to do themselves. The yeah. numbers going to do themselves because right. you have that. The thing is, the, the product is speaking for itself. It's dope. Right. If I put this in, in front of this many people, right? If if there's 30 million people that go to Houston Galleria, it's 30 million people, 25 million people that go to uh, that go to Linux. That's 55 million people a year that, that just learned about your brand. Yeah. Whether they even stepped in or not. Whether they, they stepped in it. or not, they at least walked past they it. They walked past it and, see and if you want, and, and, to, and to pay for that on Facebook ads or Google ads, do you know what you would have to pay to get 55 million people to, I guarantee you it's more than $18,000. Right. So, in, a, in, a, in another note, because we kind of jumped past this, when Lennox was 18, right? Uh -huh. I'm just like, everybody else, dang, bro, 18? But pen and paper. All right, cool. Hey, bro, go try to see who you can find out what they making. He like say less. He go on there, whoop the band, whoop the band. Asking. He asked the question. He hit me back. Man, bro, you want to know what whatchamacallit made? What they made, bro. This was the laughing stock in, the, in, in Lennox, bro. And they made like 24 a month. They was doing 24 a month. They was they laugh when they said it. Like, you know, they was only doing 24 a month. So they laughing at the 24 a month. Now, mind you, 24 a month, you kind of not really making it. Right. I don't plan on being the bottom of the barrel. Yep. Because what did they make? Yeah. Oh, they made that? 
Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> if the like if the bottom you know, is 24, yeah. If you're being laughed at and you're making 24 grand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm gotta get out our own we gotta get out our own heads y'all we can do whatever we wanna do we gotta ask the right questions just, like too. you say how much is the rent 18,000 you go oh, I'm done with it nah bro how much is he making yeah. exactly because if I'm putting in 18 and making 110 if I told you that you would be like oh, that oh makes it makes sense yeah yeah bro we make, you know we <laughs> right. paying 108 we paying 18,000 but we making 110 oh yeah that makes all the sense if I don't tell you that back end of it you go oh that's the problem with people not doing a business because a lot of people don't know how to do a business plan and then when you do a business plan, that's when you can see the potential of what you can make off your product. Yeah, but people don't do business plans right. The only thing that matters really in a business plan is the, the business plan matters so you understand the structure of your business. So you can go back to the book log and understand this is our mission, this is our vision, this is how we started off on. Yeah, but, but you get, get that market finance, analysis there too, though. Yeah, but people don't actually do the research because research is expensive. <laughs> I mean, like, it's public information, but if you don't know how to obtain the public information, yeah. then you don't know how to get it. So if you got to pay for somebody to obtain the public information, that's different. He's a relationship person-to-person type of person. So when he tell me that and I say, hey, bro, go talk to him and figure out what they making, he going to be able to do it because he's genuine, bro. They, yeah. People love him, bro. Why? You know? I don't know, maybe a teddy bear. I don't know what they see in <laughs> Genuine, you know, but everybody love him. So after yeah. he started talking, he and he and he loved people back. Like he's a person that's gonna call you and be like, bro, how your day was? Da, 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 da. All right, cool, man. Stay up. Oh, you need he might me get a call you. like next week. I might be like, hey, bro, what's going on? Better get my number first. <laughs> but <laughs> so sure. like with that, he's gonna build that relationship. So after you build that relationship, you can get the answer we need. After you get the answer we need, we can see if it makes sense. Cause if they told us that, yeah, bro, it's 18 and we making 18. Bro, it don't make sense. I'm looking at you crazy and be like, I don't care what you talk about, about no 55 million people. Yeah. Ain't nobody in there making no money. Charging 18 is because them folks were able to pay it. People was paying it. And it's right. the reason they ain't in that mall it. for no reason. Right. Paying at 18. And we talking they, about the corporate brands, right? right. Not, not, not them. You, you know it got to make sense to them now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody in business to take no loss. Man, no. What? <laughs> As we wrap up, so what is going to be like in the next? Y'all got something for the holidays? Y'all doing something for Black Friday? That's crazy for us though, because you know we we don't show that type of love. That's different. <laughs> yeah, y'all just opening up too. <laughs> no, that, that, that's sure. different right there. We, yeah. we rocking with the people for sure though, man. Rocking with the people. People been coming in here. They've been they've been loving the product. They've been coming here. We got a lying. lot of love in these two weeks for nah, sure. For sure, man, and we appreciate it too for sure. Yeah, like, Atlanta, I mean, we show out for people, man. Nah, I will say that you know I, I clown us for because we do at Hollywood, but if, if, once you get past people's ego, you do get a lot of love from folks. Yeah, so especially, really, especially when it comes to like black businesses. It's really just our, our contribution back. I thank you for what Atlantic Station and the Atlanta area then did for us in these two weeks, man. For real. I mean, it's gonna be online too. So, you know, Mississippi, yeah. I know y'all gonna eat that up. Everybody else gonna eat it up too. So I'm gonna tell y'all like this. I don't know when the podcast gonna drop, but uh It'll be Tuesday. If y'all don't beat uh Mississippi here on Tuesday, we're ain't gonna close gonna be in this stuff. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Cause they 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 rock with us the long way. So definitely rocking with us the long way back. Appreciate it, big dog, and um, appreciate you even, you know, coming here, letting us be able to talk on your platform. Oh no, you know no. What I'm I mean, that's that's what I like to try to do. Like when I saw y'all pop up, and then I saw uh Curl at, at what's it at Derek. She shared it. I was like, no, let me hit them brothers up. Yeah, and let me see, you know, get y'all on the show, just do an interview. And shout out to Derek, man. 
They they got they got something major going on. They got on something major, major going on, man. And um, we yeah, we support that too. Like they got you know they what the first uh, electric black black electric one of the first company? ones. Yeah, one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. he got another one because I'm working with too. I'm one of his affiliate brokers now too. Okay. So um, yeah, it's one of the other one. The guy he don't make cars. He does the batteries down in uh, Texas. Okay. Derek uh-huh. actually does like the cars. The cars. And yeah. then he got the retro, he, like retrofitting old cars with the EV, EV better yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, that's what I told <laughs> when I first talked to him. I was like, I was like, man, you down here in the South? Because he don't really know nothing about Atlanta like that. Well, Georgia, I'm saying Georgia, not even Atlanta. I was like, man, we care about cars, our old cars. I was like, you know, yeah, the new stuff is great. I said, but you start getting to like our old donks and stuff. I was like, bro, and, and letting them be electric. Yeah. All it's gonna take is 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 is, is all it's gonna. If, if, I ain't gonna lie. If I was there right now, bro, he need to go get Rick Ross an old school. Electric. What's what I'm saying? Cause you get an old. What was we had the Regals, the Crown Vicks. Yeah. Love them, bro. You get an old like the Mustang 5.0. Mm. Redo that. You get an old Chevy 76 Nova. Mm. Yeah. If you if you need Ross, hit me up, there. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, if he do an old school electric, old school. Everybody eating up the car culture, yeah. And with him, that's you know, that's a that's a that's great a gateway. It's a gateway, you know. So tell everybody how they can find y'all, like where y'all located at, and how they can find y'all online. Well, physical store location, Atlantic Station, man. We on Atlantic Drive. We right between, we right beside AT and T. We right on the same thing as Publix. You know what I'm saying? Um, right across from uh, Ifu Alley. Alley, uh, right now, man, you can also follow us on at Shop Country Bumpkin. That's our store page. My personal page is at Home Team Trey. Trey is T R E. Home and Team is you know regularly spelt. And then I'll let Ray, you know. Yep. And y'all can follow me on Instagram at Some Call Me Unk. Facebook at Ray McCants. And the address is thirteen eighty Atlantic Drive, Suite fourteen one fifty, Atlanta, Georgia three zero three six three. We the heart of the heart of the city. So if sure. I, and I ask all of my, my guests coming onto the show if y'all can get some positive feedback to the community, especially coming from out of Mississippi. Positive feedback to the community. Positive feedback to the man, don't let nobody tell you you can't do what you want to do, man. Like it seems like it's, it's it's not it can't be done. Just keep trying to find ways to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it like literally in a year, I didn't went from sleeping on somebody else's couch, having a store in Atlantic Station. Ain't nobody in this position that we in broker than me. <laughs> Straight up. Don't leave me out. <laughs> broker than us. You know what I'm saying? We are the brokest people in Atlantic Station. I can tell you that. Why? Because it's corporate brands we talking yeah. about. But like I just told you, in a year, I didn't went from sleeping on, 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 on couch. To, to being here So if If you don't think It can happen It can happen That means I ain't had nothing You know what I'm saying Now Matter of fact I, I wanna I wanna I wanna read Something To you It's real slight I wanna read Something to you I have a wife and a baby girl that's about to turn one. Earlier this year, we was homeless while my wife was pregnant, almost at a point where we was going to be sleeping in our car. We found the couch to sleep on at my niece's father's house. That was supposed to be a couple of days, ended up being over a month. But every day we got up and told someone else about the brand and networked to get it 
to get it out there even more. Wearing the same damn four outfits that we had when we came to Atlanta. Finally got a place to stay. Then the car we was moving around in gets repoed. Dodged a bullet with that one. That joint could have that car could have been taken at any moment, but thank God it was when we finally had a place to lay our heads. I went from not knowing where we was gonna sleep to having a meeting with the director of leasing over at over Atlantic Station within a year. He saw my vision and offered me a storefront. That around and networking is starting to pay off. I have two meetings with two kid kid boutiques, one in Lennox and the other in Phipps, about having my kids line in their store locations. One of these stores have five locations in four different states. While I'm writing this, my personal account is in the negatives and my business account is in the negatives. I can't call anyone. My phone is disconnected. Still grateful and thankful because I know it's about to happen for me. Every day, just yesterday, I still think of ways of how I'm going to help others when I'm finally in position. I went shopping in Walmart yesterday with $26.76, well, $21.76 after I put five in my tank. Gas was $3.38. I remember it giving me 1.48 gallons of gas after I left Walmart. I was left with over $5.57 in my pocket. And tomorrow, my $1,700 rent is due. Pay attention to these things because I know life would not be like this for me. It's a part of my story. I would say to anyone because I made it from the lowest of the low. I remember, feel, I remember feeling accomplished at Walmart because I was able to grab everything on my list in a four-piece drumstick and rice. That was an extra meal I wasn't expecting to get out of that little money. Everything counts. Every penny counts. Every moment counts. I'm the biggest brand you never heard of. If you look at my phone to the people I have access to, it will blow your mind. But timing is everything. And I would tell people about how much Linux was going to charge me to be store location. 8000 and with and I would always say, that's easy, no problem. I can do it because there's no way that if I can stretch these pennies that I can't make Linux work. I've been in way worse positions. And when you're in my position, you can't lose. You have to find a way. When you're in my position, you find a way to make a gold mine out of nothing. So imagine what I'm going to do with something. It's 2.56 a.m., August 31st, exactly six days from my birthday. That's deep. Car repo, you know, my wife's parents got us a little 2006 Chevy Cobalt, little bucket, mm -hmm. but it definitely been a journey, bro. <laughs> Straight up. And I remember that conversation. We was talking about, we see an M, how much we was about to give away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm in this position. I'm talking about when I make money, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna give out to somebody. That's what I plan on doing. You know, that's my my good my talks to the to to them. You know, hear that and know that ain't possible. Twenty one dollars and seventy six cent in your in your in your wallet, and both of your accounts is in the negative. Your phone is off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Completely down to my lowest, you know what I'm saying? But still had the mindset that this was going to work. Yeah. And it did. We on a podcast right now talking about it inside the store. My <laughs> thing is finding the positives and everything. 
Even when you're down and out, the worst situation, find the positives and keep moving forward. Yeah, because you can learn from everything. You can learn That's from everything. That's one thing everything. I told, as I tell my boys, like when they was growing up, I'm like, I don't care what you do, I don't care what sport you play. Even if you, you lose, you never lose because it's always something that you can learn from it. So no matter what in life, as long as you can find a learning opportunity, you're going to win regardless. Don't let the score or whatever somebody tell you what the outcome is. Let your mindset determine what it is. Even if you lost the score itself, the game, you still won because you learned what you got to do better next time. No, nah, for sure. And I just want to add what the positives. So uh, we was evicted. Me, like my dad, my mom, and my, me and my two siblings, we was evicted five times. Uh, when we was growing up. But that's the reason why we own three paid off houses now. The same reason we was evicted is the same reason we own the houses now. So you always can learn and take the positives out of that. Well, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank these brothers for allowing me the opportunity to come out here and interview them. I love their brain and what they got going on and doing our here at Atlanta Station. And I can see them being the same as other folks that's out there now too. So y'all can find this episode, which you're listening to it right now on ptgtv.online. And it'll be up on uh, Tuesday. Y'all lock in with Big Tony, man. For <laughs> sure. I'm playing. Most definitely. All right, love y'all. Peace out. Might crash because a good die young. Get a good die young. I don't want to live like fast or die too young. Die too young. How did my pride might crash because a good die young.